Dear Internet. Welcome to Dear Internet, the show where a group of friends come together to answer the Internet's wildest questions. This week, we're talking about a truckload of filet mignon, mirror vortexes, and a hoe union. I'm Jennifer Cheek, and with me is Nick Bristow. Hello, Jennifer. And Tim Lanning. Hello, Jennifer. Michael is not with us this week. He's on an anniversary trip. He's in Korea. With his wife. Town. He's not. Yeah, Koreatown. <laughs> yeah, he's in Korea. Town. Yeah, a real last minute thing. He was like, hey guys, guess what? Guess what? I'm in New York City. Like, hey. Whoa, 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 what? Guess what? I don't respect you or the show. I'm not going to be on <laughs> Fuck tomorrow. Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck this shit. No, you know what? I support doing, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Small crimes? Spontaneous. Spontaneous (laughs) spontaneous trips. Do it. Let's be spontaneous for once. I'm a Machiavellian for self-care in that Um, I don't feel like you can have self-care without taking, you know, care from someone else. Oh, okay, okay. you know, comfort for you. Yeah. And the takes more, it from someone. Exactly. And if it doesn't take it from someone, it doesn't count. This yes. is a, a perfect example of like doing something for yourself always hurts other people. Yeah, so us. true. Yes. Exactly. It's yes. like very hurtful yes. that Michael decided to go spend time with his wife. Yes. <laughs> uh, Catholics and Baptists arm grasp meme. Yeah. Of like, you gotta be, someone's gotta be miserable, mm-hmm. okay? Somebody. <laughs> this is evidence that the Catholics got it right. Like, <laughs> doing things for yourself is always bad. It's yeah, always, that's ba- the, it's always wrong. That's the golden rule. <laughs> if you, yeah, like, being miserable is always right. <laughs> do unto others as you would do yourself. You would never take care of yourself, therefore, fuck mm-hmm. others. Therefore, now, no one religion take care makes of sense. Checkmate, atheists. Wow. It's not a <laughs> false dichotomy that. Our American system's hell. Yeah, you ever get, like, really, like, you're in, like, a good mood and you're like, ah, shit, something bad's coming. Absolutely. Like, uh, oh, constantly. Like, like that's uh, the ca- Catholic guilt. I, I'm usually like, I must have forgot something. Well, that's my, because I was going to say, I mean, it's been a year since I, over a year since I quit my bad job, but I still, like, at my current job, anytime I, like, it, it's a little quiet, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, what did I forget? <laughs> Why am I not stressed out right now? I'm stressed out because I'm not yeah. stressed out. yeah. I have uh, every now and again like missed homework dreams. Or oh man, the classic. I've been having those a lot lately. I went. I signed up for a class in college and didn't go the entire semester. Ugh. It's so funny how that like just like as a culture, like as humans, we mm-hmm. like have similar stress dreams. Yeah. Like it's always the like you you missed the thing for class or you didn't go to the class or you're naked in front of everyone or like yeah I don't know. I, I have dreams about like I forgot calculus, oh, no. and then when I and then when I wake up, I remember that I did forget calculus. <laughs> like I, okay, that's actually real. oh, phew, thank God, oh, thank God. <laughs> I I always have dreams about packing and like not packing appropriately and like not being able to find all my stuff, which I'm sure means something. I had a dream about babysitting last night, which is really weird oh, for me. Oh no! I had a dream I was going on an international trip and like. We were changing buses, and I thought we were just at, like, a pit stop, so I left my bag on the bus, 
And then, like, they were like, Nick, no, we're getting on a different bus and leaving. And then the other bus started leaving. And I was like, And you're like, no. running after the bus? I was like, my iPad. <laughs> Gotta chase after this prog bus. My auto, my items, I need them. <laughs> well, should we get into it? Yeah, let's friggin' Nick, do it. Nick, do you we- want to read the first one, please? Uh, sure. I can read this one. This one seems like it's up my alley. It, I, I, I was like, I gotta hear Nick Mr. Read Fancy this Boy. One. <laughs> uh, what to do with a truckload of filet mignon? Eat it. I mean, what is this? Like my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know this is gonna sound strange, but my grandmother buys a filet mignon for us every week. Hell yeah, grandma! Sick. Now, that's a grandmother worth keeping around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so true. You got to keep her happy. Yeah. Yeah, put her in the basement. Uh, We told her to stop because we can't eat them all. And now our freezer is stocked with like 30 filet mignons. Uh, But she keeps just, she keeps, she just keeps buying them, LOL. (laughs) I don't know why she does it, but she's 90 years old. So if it makes her happy... This is the ultimate first world problem, but there's only so much you can eat without getting bored. Plus, I like ribeye more. Whoa. <laughs> All right, let's save our comments on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've already made a beef wellington once and some stir fry, but that feels like a waste. Any suggestions what to do with that many filet mignons? I'm very open to suggestions. Guys, this is from Our Cooking, which oh. I've recently subscribed to just for my own mm-hmm. enrichment. Um, and I was like, this is a great question. Do, do they it. do they say, is it like sliced filet mignon or is it like the whole filet mignon like loaf? I don't know if he said, I'm assuming that it's whole and not sliced. Yeah, let's assume that. Because like you can get a like a filet mignon is, you know, like a... It's like a little, you know, little. Uh, it's a little disc. Yeah. You, when you get it as a steak, and it's like three or four inches tall. It's a meat circle. But you can get like the whole thing, and it's like a foot long. Oh, now that I don't know. I'm assuming it's like the little ones, like you get when you order it at a restaurant. They're they're in Belgium. Does that help? I I um, bet it's really good because they, <laughs> you know, I don't know. They don't use. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so- was basically like, uh, are you in Northern California? Can you send them to me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> <like>, no. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of. Um, uh, at first, it was making me angry, but like not real angry, just you know, the like, joyful playing about right, right, the joyful internet angry, where yeah. you're like, why didn't you think of this? And then they're like, they mentioned one of the things that is like adjacent to what I wanted to suggest, which was stir fry, but yeah. like. There's so many different types of, you know, what would lo- appear to be a stir fry that would be good. And just because this is a good quality of meat, yeah, not a big It deal. does feel like a waste because stir fry is what you make when you're like, I need to get rid of a bunch right. of stuff that's about to go bad. Yeah, It's fridge. like all of your beef needs are going to be filet mignon based. It's like hamburger, yes. filet mignon. Oh, Fil- oh my God, a filet hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Filet mignon meatloaf. So my first thought when I saw this, because like. I think we're all in agreement. You cannot tell grandma to stop sending you the steak. No. She, she likes it. She loves sending you the steak, and it makes her happy, and she's 90 years old, so you got to figure out something to do with these steaks. A fucking Philly cheesesteak. Filet mignon Philly cheesesteak. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, just, like, eat, like, the most luxurious food. Yeah, I, I think we can all safely, quote, unquote, judge this person to the full extent of the, the law while knowing we would do the exact same thing. I, I would also 
be like, okay, what do I do with these 30 <laughs> filet mignons? That's a lot. Because once you have, like, a few and you get, like, the backlog, then you panic. Right. What, once you have, like, access to unlimited filet mignon, it's like, like, I'm going to make the shitty steak meal. Like, what is it like with the most bestest steak? Like, I'm going to make right. the cheese whiz. Oh, yeah. cheese steak yeah. with filet mignon and like Start does a that fucking make YouTube a difference? channel. You should make like Taco Bell foods, but with <laughs> the filet mignon. Well, like you make, we made like beef bowls, right, Jennifer? Yeah. Like that's that's I would call it stir yeah. fry adjacent while not being stir fried. Yeah. So like like kind of Korean beef style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like what did we have in those? Uh, I mean, I don't even remember specifically mm. what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, I make a lot of bowl food, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, my suggestion was going to be you need to have steak night. Invite a lot of people over and everyone gets a filet mignon. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like imagining like a long ass table in someone's backyard with 30 people <laughs> and everyone has a filet mignon. Yeah, this feels very... Have a steak party. <laughs> this feels very solvable with one huge weird evening. Yeah, but on top of that, it's like... If this meat is good, and if you marinate it, like, just marinate it nine different ways, and who cares that it's filet mignon? Who cares if it's quote-unquote wasting it, you know? Like, I don't like, I I almost don't like any steak that is just the steak. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, it has to be marinated, even if it's basic marinade, and and it, uh, more points if it's grilled or, like, homemade or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I do think it's the it's that her thing of like this is nice, so I need to save it for fancy things. And it's yeah. like, well, you have thirty filet mignons, so you're gonna have to look at this differently now. Uh, uh, there's a guy I forget his name that I used to kind of not follow, but he was on podcasts I like, Joe Rogan. You know? No. <laughs> Wait, are you joking? No, it's, ah! not, it's not Joe Rogan. It's a guy that was on Joe Rogan. Oh, um, oh, I see. I thought you were talking about Joe Rogan himself. I'm like, excuse me. No, he's the guy that did Five Hour Body. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. And while his stuff is kind of gimmicky, and while Joe Rogan wasn't that bad, you know, 12 years ago um, or 15 years ago, give or take, but it was basically this idea of like, okay, let's apply some sort of science to all this weird stuff. And that's why he's, he came up with the diet, the, the yeah. four-hour body, yeah, yeah. which we both did for a little bit, and it works. What is that? But basically you eat no sugar, I don't even no carbs. Them. Yeah, it's a lot. You eat a lot of, like, meats and vegetables. Yeah, and but the things. big thing that is, like, different, I guess you would say, is you have a cheat day. Yes. And on the cheat day, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. And the fun thing is after doing it a while, all the things you thought you wanted – um, like disappear because you once you cheat on them a few times, you're kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> and then you kind of start to crave bad. like an apple or a banana. Uh, but okay. this guy, because yeah, because you're not supposed to like eat fruit on it. That's why I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't hang with this. You, you I, can, he was like, you can have some red wine, and he's like in parentheses, I'm not gonna lie to you, I just like red wine, so I try to, <laughs> <laughs> I try to wiggle this in so it made sense, but it's probably not uh, the perfect way to do it. Uh, but basically, he said that one time during his sciency things, he ate like only wagyu beef for a while. Just beef. Uh-huh. Uh, I well, he had well, beef with meals. The reason I asked that is because that is a thing. Like that's what Jordan Peterson did. Ooh, he ate only beef, and my man ended up in a coma in a <laughs> Russian hospital. Well, so I'm sure th- I don't recommend that. I'm sure this guy uh, ate a lot of other things with it. But basically, he said that. He had like extreme 
man pheromones after that. Oh my God. Where he like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not a bad looking guy, but I'm not exactly an especially good looking guy. Um, but when I, I remember walking through a restaurant, everyone was looking at me. And so my, so all that story to say is question asker, motherfucking eat all this. And become a man. And become a goddamn <laughs> sex pheromone guy. See, you're, while you were talking, I thought of a different option is like, what if you invite just a bunch of jacked bros from the gym to yes. come eat steaks in yeah. your house? Why don't you put it in a bunch of protein shakes? Just blend them up. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, delicious, delicious. filet mignon protein shakes. Yeah, because like, Whenever I've seen Flamingons, like you said, they're like a hockey puck. Yeah, it's like a little so circle of meat. I have to assume it's more than that. Because if you can't eat a circle hockey puck of Flamingon once a week, what's your problem? Oh, but there's 30 of them. I mean, you, I get but that's because they haven't eaten them. <sighs> there wasn't 30 of them right. one day. Well, now they got a backlog. It's going to yeah. be a problem. Yeah, you're, you're, you're too backed up. Too backed up. Yeah, you need to have a dinner party. <laughs> and we- if you eat all of them, you'll be way too backed and up. And maybe in a coma. <laughs> I, I like a I like a steak, but I probably eat a steak once a month at the most. Yeah, I eat it like twice a year. Yeah, we really don't eat steak very much. Well, now that we live in St. Louis, we'll probably eat it more because my brother does good steak, but we'll probably differentiate it with pork steak. I I just think that you need to grasp the opportunity you've been given of having. 30 filet mignon. Yeah. Yeah. Who does you're, that happen to? No right. one. Grandma no, is 90, so you don't have that much longer of this. Although, I assume in Belgium they live really long. I mean, mate, you, yeah. dude, people live to 100. You might be getting a lot more shakes. I don't know years. what 90 in Belgian years is. So. <laughs> I turned 21 in Belgium and threw up on the street. So mm-hmm. I think I can uh, speak to this. Yeah, Tim is deeply acquainted with mm-hmm. the Belgians. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you need to have a steak party. Just like... Hand out flyers on the street to, like, really buff dudes. <laughs> well, if you did, like, a once-a-month board game night and gave Steak all your night. friends, like, right. fucking filet mignon. This is, like, this This person was gifted a superpower, and it's, like, <laughs> he's so selfish. Because it's, like, if I was gifted this superpower, I would share the wealth with my friends. That's so true. He's only thinking about how he can eat the filet mignons. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if it, he doesn't have any friends. Oh. You know? <gasps> Sir, you, that's why you got to go hand out flyers. Yeah, okay, Tim. A person with limited, unlimited flaming, you know, don't have friends. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, now he's going to have a freaking self-complex uh, because it's like, am I, uh, are these my friends or are they just here for my fillets? They only love me for my meat. And then, right. And, yeah, you have to test your new meat fillets. The, I, you do hear that a lot. Like people that mm-hmm. are billionaires are like, mm-hmm. it's so hard to make friends because you don't know. Right, right, right. If they're there for my, uh, like, do they like me for me or do they like me for my unlimited stakes? No, they don't like you for you. Fuck off. Give me a new uh, Vespa. <laughs> all, all my friends. Give me $500 now. <laughs> every time I, every time I see my friend Mike, he's just like, oh, you got those steaks? You got those steaks? Got those steaks? Really, have a steak really today? Like, no. Yeah, it, that Grandma is a, doesn't come until Sunday. It is a, a you so know, a thing you're going to have to look out for that maybe people will seek your friendship purely for the sweet, sweet filet yeah. mignon. <laughs> people are saying in the comments to uh, sell them to, oh, you know, shit. for profit. And I love that idea. I, well, okay, so how is that going to work? He's just going to go like Cooler open up his ice, truck. <laughs> go to the town square because every in, town in Belgium has one of those. I just feel like anytime you're like it involves like, 
meat. Like, I don't know how selling meat works, but I feel like you got to do it under the table, right? Like, it feels like shady, right? I, yeah, you got to. You got to, yeah, you, you have got to start to. a meat black so, especially market. Especially raw meat. Like, for some reason, you're able, it's a lot less weird to sell cooked meat, but to sell raw meat, I don't know about Wait, that. Wait, wasn't our friend Tony going to buy meat from somebody in a parking lot? Probably. Didn't that happen? That I feel like, like I remember. Tony, happened. remind me if that happened, or I, I'm mixing it up, and if so, I apologize. Or is it is it more shady to, like, do you need a license to sell cooked food because then you're a restaurant? Or is it, like, more shady to sell uncooked food? I, they're, I don't know. They're Wait, both shady in I wasn't ways. Li- I wasn't listening, and I no longer have the ability to multitask. Do you need a restaurant? Like, is this, like, do you need a license for both? Because you, you're there, like, a restaurant. To sell raw meats and cooked things. I think you need a license for both. I think you, like, can't uh, yeah, really oh, sell Yeah, oh, totally, food. totally. But, like, you know, in Florida, there are people that would wheel out their steel drums uh, steel drum style uh, barbecues, and they would just sell, you know, like the world's greatest chicken in front of their yard. And while I assume that's technically illegal, I think it's technically illegal. But it's also one of those things that people would always. Yeah, but if you put like a sign that says lemonade stand, then you're all. Yeah, I think lemonade yeah. stands are also illegal, but the goddamn government looks the other way. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I do feel like the people who, like, sell food without a license, like, you know that food's fucking good as hell. <laughs> like, you just know it is. But not raw food, in Maybe my not opinion. not raw food. In my opinion. I don't opinion. know. I don't know. But, again, I think the best idea is still make friends with a lot of beefy dudes and have a, 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 a filet mignon party. Yeah. Because, yeah, definitely do not eat these things straight up. <laughs> Put them over something. What do you mean? Like some mashed potatoes. Rice. Oh. Mashed potatoes. Macaroni and No, cheese. steak only. Steak, steak only, only at the steak party. That's it. Yeah. I mean, do, do they have a – is, like, outdoor barbecuing a big thing in Belgium? I don't know. Too I many know. hawks. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'll read the next one. Okay. Question on mirror vortexes. Is it true – Okay. Is it true – I'm glad that we're here for this. Michael doesn't believe in mirror vortexes. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's, so he's always going on about it. Mm-hmm. Is it true that when two mirrors are facing, it creates a portal for spirits? Because I found two mirrors like that in my house – and now I'm a bit freaked out. Thoughts? I feel like I remember the first time I went into a room that had two mirrors facing each other. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It fuck? is very unsettling when that happens. Jennifer and I went to a science center and went into one that was like three or four mirrors. And then we kissed. It was like we were infinite kissing. Wow. I don't remember that. <laughs> you ever think about like because light goes on forever, like you guys are still kissing somewhere in those mirrors? Whoa! Wait, what? Stop looking at it, freaks. <laughs> That's like uh, Yayoi Kosama. She's an artist that does uh, these like exper- experiential exhibits where you like step in them, and there's like with mirrors and shit, and it looks crazy. It like looks like you're in the middle of the universe. Oh, that's fun. Um, uh, a lot of uh, hair salons have this problem, and I yes. don't believe any hair salons have ever been haunted. Thank you. Do you know that? Oh, I don't know about that. They haven't. I've seen a lot of people do like art um, now, and it's basically um, you do it's like a what's a two way mirror, right? Where you can see through one side, but it's a mirror mm. on the other, and then it's a little diorama of like a video store, and it looks like the video store shelves go on forever. Have you seen these? They're pretty popular now. No. Let's see, video store diorama. Yeah, there it is. I found it. Whoa. I was just showing Tim the Yayoi Kusama uh, art exhibit I was talking about. It is called Infinity Mirrors, actually. Um, 
the top, well, not the top, but the new parentheses suggested comment on this Reddit post is, I've got two mirrors facing each other in my house. I'm a lot more worried about how the U.S. will survive the 2024 elections <laughs> than a vortex. <laughs> Hell yeah. Either resistance lib or, something, yeah, that, that feels very resistance lib. I mean, okay. Or right winger. I also am worried about surviving the 2024 elections, and therefore I am open to creating a mirror vortex and opening it up and but seeing I thought, what's in there. Right, so I thought that the mirrors together would trap the spirits or at least distract oh. them forever and not ask them to come in. I think it confuse them. But doesn't it like, but that could be true, but it may be that putting the mirrors back to back allows the spirits to leak out into the in-between of the mirrors. So yeah, we're getting less into the spirit zone and more into the interdimensional zone. Ooh, the multiverse zone? The multiverse zone where if the mirror verse has, you know, too many spirits, maybe they could leak through. But to me, that feels like such a low-tier fear of like, oh, I, I I opened up a tear in reality, and now one of their singular ghosts can go into our world. It's like, well, we don't have any ghosts in ours, so I'm not too afraid of that. Unless there's an entire dimension, which is ghosts. The ghost dimension. The ghost dimension. <laughs> uh, or beings that decided to shed their earthly bodies and only exist as spirits and energy, which is maybe what we perceive as ghosts in our world. That's, I'll believe that more that's than That's where I am, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, in Star Trek, there are so many, like, energy aliens, and so therefore that's probably mm-hmm. uh, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Did you know, like, you know when you, like, look in a mirror and, like, all the text is reversed? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. You know, like, you ever think about... The mirror isn't flipping the text. Whoa. You are. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. It's because you are looking at the, the mirror is just reflecting it straight back at you and you're the one doing it in your head because you're looking at the mirror. (laughs) It's basically like you're looking at the text from behind it. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) If nothing is being flipped. The mirror is showing okay. you what is in front of it, which is you flipped it by holding your fucking t-shirt backwards. Doesn't your eye flip things though? Isn't that? Like I think a, it flips a, it up and down. A part like of seeing is something. Yeah. Flip. I always remember, like anytime I would like read anything about like how seeing works, I'd be like, I'm out. I can't. Oh, yeah. This is too freaky. The eye I don't is absolutely. Yeah, I'm an, I'm essentially an atheist, but whenever I think about the eye, I'm like, all right, well, there's obviously a god. Because they made an eye, and then, like, all right, that's all I'm going to do. And the fact that some people, like, literally see colors differently, that's fucked up. No, I, don't, I can't I think don't need about to hear it too that. much. I don't need to hear that. I don't need... And that some people don't see images in their brain? Yeah, yeah, I've, I have heard that. I definitely do. Like, can you conjure an apple in your mind? Oh, yeah, like, right there. Like, can you rotate oh, yeah. the oh, apple? Oh, hell yeah. Or rotate oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's not as clear as I would have liked, but, you know... Whatever. I'm not a I'm not a zero and whatever that is, but I, I think there's so many people that are afraid of mirrors because of uh the window paradox, and the window paradox is not a paradox. No, what it's is, simply I don't know what that is. If you look out the window, it's scary because it's out there. <laughs> what? Wait, is that really what the window I've never heard of this? Before. I made up the term window paradox. Oh my god, okay, so you just made all right. Yes. Okay. So, well, mirrors are definitely scary. Windows like, are scarier than, or mirrors are scarier than windows because yes. things do move in them. You, but if you're not paying attention, ah, do you ever? Maybe I, I don't know if this happens to other people, but I do less now in our current bathroom because of the way it's set up. Like the 
the mirror is facing like somewhere no one can really come behind me. But if I'm ever in a place where the mirror can like see out farther back and I like lean down to like wash my face, I'm always so scared to like open my eyes again because like what if someone's just staring? Like what if someone's just yeah. back there staring at me? Yeah, I, I assume every single year there's a horror movie where someone is like washing their face in the sink. Yeah, and they go down. Yeah, and they yeah. Come back up, something else is staring, and we as the audience are like, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like both mirrors and hallways, very scary. Yes. The longer the hallway, the scarier it is. A hallway is essentially just a window in your house to the rest of the house. <laughs> now, what was your window thing that you made up again? Window paradox. Window par- <laughs> now, what if that is a paradox? The br- the, uh, wait, oh, like that broken window paradox? That's different. Um, okay, so, I, okay, I found the thing where I, I watched a video. Again, like most things, I watch a video and go, whoa, that's cool. And then I only remember, like... The tagline and nothing. Right, right. <laughs> nothing Whoa, to do with, way. like, how it actually works. There's a minute physics video that explains, like, why mirrors don't flip words. And you can find it if you type. If you look at minute f- physics and why do mirrors flip left and right but not upside down. Um, and he- the brief synopsis. Okay, that so- is actually. I mean, I get it. No, I do get it. I do get it. No, like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's just literally mirroring what's in front of it. So. That's why when you lift your left hand up, you, you it's on what you appear as the left. But if you reversed it, it would, it would be, be the, the right. right. But it's not doing anything. It's literally just showing you what's in front of it. It's okay. <laughs> Me, hold on. Mirror. Okay, here's the brief synopsis. Mirrors flip not left and right, nor up and down, but depth. They flip in and out. The reason words are usually flipped in mirrors isn't because the mirrors flip them. We flip them. Words it turns out, tend to be printed on or attached to objects that we have to turn to face the mirror in order to see in the mirror. Here's the deal. If a word is flipped in a mirror, it's probably flipped outside the mirror, too. We just don't normally notice the word got flipped outside because we can't see through solid objects. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Bro, I am not high enough for this. (laughs) That feels like a lot of words to just say, it's a mirror. (laughs) Because like look right now, like my my Naruto Revuto shirt is backwards because camera mirror, and the the only thing that fucks me up actually is whenever you're on like camera and you like on uh, streaming or whatever, and then you flip the the thing so that it 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 mirrors itself right because it is a mirror so now it's it's showing what like someone who would look at you would see. Um, Is that right? Because you read Naruto Yeah, I read Naruto Revito on the shirt. So someone's staring. is They're essentially staring at my mirror. That's what a camera is. Whoa. Uh, whoa. <laughs> so when you flip it, that way your your shirt will now say the text correctly because the uh, video processor or the streaming software is flipping it. But now you're looking at a different version of yourself. Because the version that we see of ourselves is the reverse. Oh shit! So oh, that's fucked up. Whenever we switch, like if whenever we flip it on uh-huh. the stream, people always point it out. They do, yeah. And it's like, oh, they look weird. That's what that's you funny. look like. That's how different you look like to your to you versus what other people see you as. Bro, which mm-hmm. is why whenever you see yourself in like camera and shit like that. It's like, that's weird. That's not that. right at all. All that to say is, I do love the science of breaking down how mirrors work other than their mirrors. And thank you for the long-ass <laughs> TED Talks and shit like that. Right. I, I think that, that, that general just is like, it's because you can't, if you, if you looked at, if you could look through 
the letters, it would look right. But you can't. Uh, well, you should watch the minute physics. The video. thing that you showed is actually interesting, but again, if you flip, not important. Uh, <laughs> that is cool, though. The idea that if you could see through it, it's going to do something slightly different. Yeah. Um, and it, it, yeah, it look. Yeah, it's kind of trippy. It's an interesting video. Yeah. No. Anytime I get like too deep into science on things like this, I do it. I, I am threatened to become untethered from yeah. reality. It's too much. Even though I'm making fun of it, like. I understand that there's like a hundred percent possibility that if someone breaks down like everything, it's insane, and well, and then you can you can start to get like a nosebleed and not understand that like mirrors aren't actually doing anything. It's like they're actually solid black surfaces, but our brains get tricked right. by it. It's just interesting because it, you think it's it's actually flipping something when it's not it's not actually moving anything. I don't think that. Mm. I, I don't think that people at do all. think people. Think I, that? I think I think well. You know, you might think I mean, think that. If, if you just look at it like basic, like, yes, that's flipped. Yeah, like, if you... But it's that, not really... If you say, if you say, if you say like, the text is flipped, it's not. Yeah. Right, because I always see it's like, oh, that is truly what's standing before it. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, guys, what a stoner's delight question. It was a short and sweet one. I'm like, but I've got to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to think about mirrors a lot. Uh, yeah. I do. I feel like I'm gonna I, hold a mirror up to society. Whoa! I'm just gonna be like holding up a mirror to myself. You're gonna like find me later, like sitting in the near dark, like, yeah. just staring into. We need to get more mirrors in the home. We actually do need. They more make mirrors your rooms bigger in the home. Um, not up here, bigger, bigger. It, don't ask why. <laughs> what happened okay. to like the trend of just like in houses having like a big wall that was just a mirror? I know. That was really a thing. Yeah. I feel like it's still a thing in, like, timeshares. That's true, actually. <laughs> uh, that's why, Nick, on the koozies I made for our vacation, <laughs> yes. I made the re- one side normal so that you could look at it and get delight, and the other side flipped so that to you, you, when you looked at it, right, when you hold the koozie in your hand and you stared at it, it, it was flipped and backwards. But when you had your beer uh-huh. and the koozie in front of a mirror... It was the, the right, right way. way. Oh, okay. And now I'm like, I'm going to take a picture of myself because I no longer know <laughs> what anything means. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I, I need help. I do, you know, I I do kind of hate it when a restaurant has like um, like a tricky like wall thing and you're like, I'm not sure if this is a half wall and then there's more restaurant over there. Oh. And then you stand up to go to the bathroom and then you're like, that's not more restaurant. That's just a mirror. Yeah. Oh. That happens to me all the time. Okay, guys. Update on mirrors. Okay, okay. <laughs> so when you take out your iPhones, and this is, again, very, very stoner conversation. Again, iPhone, not a mirror, but okay. Camera mirror. Camera's not a mirror. Camera mirror. <laughs> That's how they work. They, they, refl- they reflect the light on a, a sensor. Yeah. Uh, so when you look at the, the selfie mode, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It says reverse Naruto Revuto. Then when you take the picture... Boom. Okay, you that is it. fucked up, actually. But you know what? It, 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 part of the camera is just flipping it. Oh, I don't... I didn't realize that. I think it's flipping it so it's easier to, like, position yourself. You I know? don't even know anymore. I don't... Guys. <laughs> guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so, like, when you go left, they, you know, you go left in the picture yeah. to make it easier to take I didn't, the picture. Okay, I never, like, really, like, broken down that it does that. That it flips it. Right. In the picture. Me either. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's really weird, man. Okay. We're going to get so much hate for this episode. <laughs> Why? 
I mean, this is like this is one of those things that like you just don't think about, and then when you do, you're like, "Well, when does the moon?" Damn. Yeah, like what is like because there's because what cameras are trying to do is to be a window, not a mirror. Well, yeah. Oh my god! Do not bring up the window paradox. Because <laughs> what a ca- what a photo is, it's like showing someone you through a window, which oh is my- camera. Oh my god! But, do you think like what what is like when mirrors are first invented and like before that, the only way to look at yourself was to like look at a dirty puddle? Yeah, a puddle. The yeah, puddles. like look at yourself in the freaking water, <laughs> like, like narcissus. Oh, why am I all shimmery? And I look shit? like shit. Oh my god! Damn mirrors. <laughs> Do I look like that? It's fucked up. Are you guys ready for our last question? But now I'm like... (laughs) I broke your brain with the mirror. (laughs) The mirror question, which was, I believe, two sentences long. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. This one's been going around on Twitter a little bit, but I saw it on Reddit first. Hell yeah. Am I the asshole for organizing a whole union of girls in my college? All right, let's go. Okay, I know this sounds silly as hell, but it seriously got some people angry with me. I'm in a college organization that is also big on partying. It can be fun, but sadly, it can also be risky. Most of my friends and I have had bad experiences. And kind of as a joke, I said to my friends that we should unionize. (laughs) But they were 100% in on the idea, and we started a whole union. Okay. We drew up a list saying we'd collectively skip or leave any party that let in or was hosted by a person who would sexually harass any of us or anyone else. Any party that didn't let girls mix our own drinks or pick and open their own beers. Any party that was racist, homophobic, fatphobic, otherwise bigoted about who they let in or respectful of at the party. Any party that tried to enforce a ratio of girls to guys. Mm-hmm. And any party that, if the host had a reputation of pushing freshmen or inexperienced drinkers to drink heavily. I'm into this. Uh, this, is, I, this is perfect. Yeah. I, I, and I know, I mean, I was never at a school that had like frats or anything like that, but I have, I was reading some in the comments and I guess that is a thing of like them trying to have like a, a ratio yeah. of like boys to girls at parties and like not like, I don't think I ever went to a frat party. I, I, that's no, not, I've never been. not my style. I, I didn't wait. No, I, it's not that I don't think I, uh, yeah, no, I never went to a frat party. I, I definitely never. I think frats should be illegal. What are you guys thoughts? I think they're, they kind of suck. I don't really get them. I might have been too. Um, math, math fraternity. Yeah. We have friends that are in like nerd frats and I'm like, well, that sounds fun. I and mean, that's just like a club. I think, yeah, I think the only fraternities I ever even considered was like the math fraternity. And then they were like, what's your GPA in math? And I was like, <laughs> never mind. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I didn't think you were going to ask that. I, just, I, just, I wanted to have some friends. <laughs> I just wanted help. On the calculus. <laughs> I, I don't know what calculus <laughs> is anymore. Please help me. Yeah, no. You guys help me. That's why I'm joining your frat. Why, Nerds. Why would you not let the people that need the most help in the math fraternity? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Bang Fuckers. You. I'm starting a dumb guy union. <laughs> okay, back to the question. The six of us stuck to it. When we go to parties and shit was off, we'd send a group chat message and all just leave for another party or go to someone's apartment. <laughs> and we also told other girls at the party about why we were leaving and where and often had lots more girls leave with us. Oh my God, that's awesome. The group chat grew from us seven to 36. Oh, hell yeah. Pretty much every girl in our social sphere was in it or knew of it. 
With all of us sharing info, we all ended up going to parties that were much more chill. It wasn't strict or anything. Like if someone in the group said we were leaving, it didn't mean anyone had was forced to go. But most everyone would anyway because when practically every other girl leaves. Ratio. <laughs> well, I don't want to be like one of a few girls right. at a frat party. No, thank no, you. Thank you. But as quick as the chat grew, word that I'd organized it grew too. First, it was a couple guys from Pratt's, from Pratt's, <laughs> from Pratt's pissed that their houses were no-goes for us. I told them I don't make that decision. It's not a centralized thing. But then the school administration got involved. What the fuck? This is the crazy part of this. This is the really crazy part. I hate existing. I was called to talk to a guidance counselor, and she said that someone had reported that I was Lydia Group that ostracized people. She said that there was a list of people who, if they came to an event, I'd organize it so every woman left. I said, there's not any list, just a group chat where people have occasionally said that someone harassed them or a party didn't seem safe. And then people in the group chat personally decided not to go. But I'm not, like, coordinating things. It's just the same as when one girl in a friend group is like, that guy or that frat isn't cool to drink around. And the rest of the group naturally isn't going to want to party with them anymore. She said it wasn't a friend group. She was aware we call it a whole that we call it a whole union and had rules. <laughs> I said that it is literally made up of friends, and there aren't any enforced rules. It's all voluntary. I then got frustrated and asked why she thought it was appropriate to involve herself in private conversation that happened outside of school and campus, and left. Am I the asshole for making that group chat? Obviously oh. no. <laughs> Obviously not. Uh, and and. The people in the comments were pointing out that it's, like, people love to be like, well, why did you go to those parties? Like, they're unsafe. And they're like, okay, we won't go to the ones that are unsafe. And they're like, wait, but you have to, though. Right. Like, what? What? Yeah, you get quickly into these situations where people don't want to change. They want to blame victims. And they don't want to hold people accountable. And because it's just like, well, that would be, I don't want to be mean to Greg, you know? Yeah. But like, uh, Greg is trying to talk freshman girls into drinking way too much. Yeah. And what do you think? Like, why do you think he's doing that? Yeah. Nothing good. <laughs> and it kind of gets rid of the bystander problem if you have such a huge group, because all of us individually are like, we, we all believe things and we would stand up for things. But all of a sudden, when we feel alone, we, we can stand it down and you never like actively say, well, all right, I'll ignore it this time. Like you're probably saying that out loud or justifying it to yourself. But like when you're away from those situations, you never say, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just allow it this time, but you just do. Cause when you're yeah. out of your element, you know, but when you got the whole union at your back, then you can just be like, fuck this party. We're leaving. <laughs> totally. Like. I feel like these whole unions exist everywhere, but it's rad that this person explicitly got uh, frickin' um, uh, organizational about it. It's like that, that, that statement in Game of Thrones that came up and we thought was rad. <clears throat> you can either own a sharp wife or a oh, – fuck, what shit? Fuck. Or a um, – I okay, basically it's like you can either have a knife or you're going to have uh, a woman that you don't respect. And the wildling – the idea here oh, is the, the wildling would kill you. I see. Yeah. Uh, so it's like respect your women yeah. or else. So in this situation, it's like you either have safe parties or no one's going to go to your party. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like just the idea that like a school administrator was like, um, you're hurting the boy's feelings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is. Well, the fact that like when it was explained like what was going on that she wasn't like, oh, never mind. Right. 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 Also, the idea that some 
some dude went to the school administration about this is so sad. <laughs> well, it's, it's that thing that we, we talk about a lot, Jennifer, is it's it's less, you know, what is happening, and it's more sort of disturbing the apple cart, and mm. it's sort of more um, shining a mirror up to the problems with, you know, I'll say society, but, you know, individual college campuses, like uh, party culture, shit like that, because... Uh, like Jennifer said, whenever people t- talk about these, these these stories of like, oh, we didn't feel comfortable, it's like, well, why'd you go there in the first place? So it's like, oh, for some reason, pushing this whole union down is better than letting everyone have a fun, rad, uh, dangerous, but dangerous in the way that you want it, mm. right? Like, like, okay, I decided to jump in a pile of leaves, or okay, I drank too much, but I drank too much in sort of like a really safe way. It's like, you know, the way that everyone talks about taking acid. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it, this could get spooky and scary, but you, that's why you want to surround yourself with people you trust and you want to have uh, in, in a safe place. And that's sort of how I, I approach these things is, of course, you're not making the world's best decision, but it's not like a judgmental world's be- like bad decision. Right. It's just that everything you choose to do has some level of risk associated with it. Right. And there are ways you're, it's to like you're literally that. drinking poison. And <laughs> with all true. your friends who are also drinking poison. Yeah, yeah. But you got to watch out for each other's backs. Exactly. When you're all hanging out drinking poison together. Yeah, and some of that is too. Like, hey, you're being weird or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, it's wild that this went to the uh, school board. But again, that's they want to protect their image. And if some motherfucker, I don't know, reads a Reddit post and then posts <laughs> on their I don't know, school newspaper or the local newspaper, like, oh, right. you're, you're implying that we have such a problem that the girls had to unionize. <laughs> like, well, sounds like you did. Like, legit, I, I think it's funny because, like, obviously this is not, like, a union union, but I think that the general uh, sentiment is the same, which is if anyone is trying to keep you from forming a union, there's a reason for that. <laughs> like, they're not on the up and up if they're scared of people, like, coming together to take care of each other and, you know, stand up for their rights. There's so many institutions that will not fix the problems, but absolutely hate the solutions that those of us who are drowning in their, their, in their system do to fix them. It's like, yes, creating a whole union is insane. But that being said... Insanely hilarious and awesome. (laughs) It's awesome, (laughs) positive, yada, yada, yada. But it's mostly just because not enough steps have been done by the, you know, uh, 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 society at large, by the organizations, student, you know, organizations at large to accurately get rid of the sort of like rape culture or Mm -hmm. like misogynistic culture that we have in uh, America. And, And, you know, of course, it's obviously not just college parties, but... I mean, there's so much like powder keg esque reasons why you know it's 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 so much um, more prevalent there than other places. Yeah, I just I hope that the concept of the whole union spreads because I do feel like I've seen people talking about it. Like, yeah. I saw people talking about it a lot on Twitter, and I'm like, I legit feel like this should be like a thing. But I guess the issue is that there's like 36 girls in the group chat. Not a lot of friends. I want to be in that group chat, man. What's yeah. it like? What's it like in there? It's probably. I don't know. It seems like too many people for a group chat. 36 seems like that was, tr- honestly, it was stressed me out. Lot. I would definitely mute notifications on that group chat. Yeah, you'd have to mute the notifications for that. Yeah, like, 
I would it would immediately turn to drama because it's like, why didn't I get invited to this party? And I'm only hearing about it. Wow. Like, oh, oh no, else? that like, is true. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. It's any any like group of people that get together, there are gonna be issues like that. But regardless, I mean I love the, and support. What are the, the dues like in the Ho Ho Union? And like I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like I think Ho Union dues would be a good thing because then you could you know, you could fund things. Yeah, you got to Hold your girl's hair back while she puking. Yeah. You gotta have scrunchie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gotta true. You gotta, yeah, you gotta pay your dues. What if the Ho Union provided Ubers? Oh, duh! Pro- the Ho Union probably has DDs, you know? Yeah. Jennifer and I were talking about um, the one we were watching Under the Banner of Heaven, and it's about Mormons, and there's a moment where the guy, he's like, oh, shit, I gotta go kill, catch a, a, a killer. Ah, oh, shit, I gotta have a birthday cake for my daughter. Shit. <laughs> so he calls all the Mormon mo- uh, like grandmas, and they immediately, like, stop what they're doing and like, brings, like, nines cakes. To yeah, them. and, like, makes the birthday party awesome. And right. it is like, damn, it would be pretty dope to have, like, a group of people you could call and be like, all right, we need you at this location. Right. Go, go, go. And so much of how this modern world is, has gotten rid of community, and it makes us feel alone, which sucks. And and I just wish more of us could have that situation of, you know, being able to share burdens. And the Ho Union seems like they're doing that. That's right. I we, stand with Ho Union. We love the Ho Union. We love the Ho Union. I support the Ho Union. It's gonna get. They're gonna get canceled for calling it the whole union, though. And I don't feel like they should. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. I don't feel like they should, though. I feel like they're taking it back. Oh, for sure. No, they shouldn't. But like, uh, it's gonna be funny. It's very Twitter to me. Yeah. It's like when it's yeah. it's like Twitter. Big thing happens. We all have an opinion. This is obviously bad. Reaction. Just because you didn't have the, uh, but also Twitter's not real life, and it doesn't really. And everyone has brain poisoning. Who's on it? Damn, that's so true. Yeah, this is. Uh... Ho Union Local Chapter 37. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like special buttons. <laughs> Meeting. They strike outside the frats. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Don't don't chug that beer. The Ho Union will break your legs if you do it off of. I, I absolutely think that the Ho Union should become an all-powerful, evil, bureaucratic institution. Right. I think the Ho Union should become our next political party. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I man, take me there. I would I'd be willing to try it. Like, we tried the whole democracy thing, like the whole United States thing. It's not really working out. I'm ready to move to Ho Island. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they like Let me be the Queen of Hoes and rule us. <laughs> and then they're like, Jennifer, were you ever really a hoe? My ho credentials are immaculate. According to our records, you've only ever dated Tim. Oh shit! <laughs> and then I've become a disgrace in the Ho Union. Oh I've been God. I've been stealing excommunicado, stolen Ho Valor. Yeah, there's like a scandal. It's like during college, Jennifer only dated one boy. She wasn't a hoe at all. <laughs> she just kind of embarrassing it's and like a, a bloomer it's like a hit piece and it's like pictures of you in college like in in your room studying on a saturday just <laughs> <laughs> being really dorky i mean that kind of is what i did a shadow figure sitting in a room you have to understand that i went to a christian school <laughs> So yes. the things that you would consider not hoey at all would be quite hoey uh, to them. I was hoeing as hard as I could, given the circumstances. In my own way. It was hoey that we spent the night at a friend's house. That was quite hoey, even though nothing happened. <laughs> Boys weren't allowed in our dormitory, but I had them there every night. 
That's true. That is true, actually. If we were not very cool and probably would not uh, be eligible for the Ho Union in all actuality, but yeah. I support them. Anyway, um, guys, do you want to go into things that made us happy this yeah. week slash recommendations? I feel like I have so many recommendations. Yeah, most weeks I have none, and I feel like this week I, I have, have too three. Many. Yeah, well, may- I feel like some of ours are going to overlap, Tim. So yes. Let- you look- go first. Why don't you each pick one? <sighs> See what I can do. Um, I Well, my- mine's kind of a twofer, and I think I actually said this last week, but we finished Under the Banner of Heaven, and I also finished the book Under the Banner of Heaven oh, right yeah. before we recorded today. Wow. And they are both very good, uh, and I highly recommend it. John Krakauer wrote the book. It goes back and forth between... Did I talk about this last week? I have no fucking... Did we record last week? My brain... Yeah, I this, think we was did. Was this weirdly a long week? Why does this feel like it was 10 years ago? I agree. I was still very sick last week. Oh, no. Yeah, when so, we recorded. So we have no memory. Okay, well, sorry if I said this before, but basically, Under the Banner of Heaven, goes, the book goes back and forth between a murder case from the 1980s where a Mormon man killed his sister-in-law and his niece, who was a small baby, um, and talked about the radicalization of this Mormon family uh, to fundamentalist Mormonism. But then it goes back and forth between that and then jumping back to the, like, origin, like the historic origins of Joseph Smith and Mormonism and all that. And it's really, really interesting. And the show is based on the book but has, like, a whole, like, fictional plot line of like the investigator that's trying to figure out the crime that's really really well done and andrew garfield plays plays a good mormon boy who's losing his religion and he does a great job at it and they play that losing my religion song i don't think they do i don't think they did every episode he he sings it yeah yeah that's the that's the ending he's like i think this song will come out in a couple years (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no, it's really good. I highly recommend it, especially if you are like traumatized. I started it. Yeah. If you're like traumatized from religion, it's, I felt like it was very cathartic to watch it. I feel like we talked about that last week. I think we did, but I'm, but I'm, because uh, re- no, I think didn't. at the time we hadn't finished it. Yeah. And I hadn't finished the book. So now I'm coming back to say I have finished both of them and I definitively for sure recommend them. Hell yeah. Um, mine is, I'm going to save one that we, we probably would have done for the future. Um, but, uh, a little video game called My Time in Portia. It's spelled Portia. Uh, it's basically a Stardew Harvest Moon, Harvest Valley. I don't know what they're called. Uh, like where you uh, live in a town, you talk to people, they like you more, get hearts, uh, plant crops, build furnace, Mine things attack monster. Uh, this was on my two playlist for several years, but it's art style really didn't do anything for me. It looks like Jimmy Neutron to me. Oh, um, but I, uh, yeah, sick, but I wanted to listen to last podcast on the left's, um, Mormon series. That's probably like a better, uh, recommendation. Uh, yeah, it is really, really good. Highly recommend that. Yeah. A lot. Oh, so it's like a podcast game. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to have a game that I could play, not really pay attention to, and, you know, all sorts of those survival craft, even though it's not a survival craft. What do you call the life sim version of it, farming sim? Um, um, you know, really, really fun to just kind of zoink out and, uh, like, you always have a task, like, God damn, I need five more bronze bars? Wow, okay. Huh. Uh, but they're, the reason why I'm playing it is because they're the, they launched the sequel, My Time at Sandrock, 
uh, in early access, and that looks really, really, really good. Uh, and a lot of my friends are playing that, so I get to watch them play the new version that's in early access. But I was like, I've, I have the old version. I must have bought it on a Steam sale for like five bucks. So I guess I'll just play this now and then play Sand Rock when it's done. So my time at Portia. One of the NPCs says Portia, so I say Portia. Portia. Ah, okay. Oh, these are spoken dialogue? Yep. Wow. Yeah, but I think it's on everything, like phones and shit like that. But I'm playing on computer. Cool. I am playing a new video game as well. I'm playing the new Mario Strikers game on Nintendo Ooh. Switch. Um, if you haven't played, this is like a long running franchise, uh, in, uh, on the, on the Nintendo consoles. This is Mario Strikers Battle League. And it's basically, it's Mario Soccer. Um, but, um, I was, I love the the GameCube version um, back mm. in the day. Like we used to play it all the time. Um, this one is is super fun. It's it's soccer, but it's arcadey. It's kind of yeah. like the NBA Jam of soccer games, um, but even more over the top. And you can kind of beat up the other teams, and then you get items, um, and then you can do super strikes. Um, my only complaint about the game is there really is no single player story mode there's oh, like, really? there's like some cups where you can go through and um, win some extra money but it's really just like oh here's a cup where the other teams are fast here's a cup where the other teams are really strong here's a cup where the other teams have good technique and like that's it there's no story in each one it's just like you play a ba- you play a match you play a match you play a match and you win uh, yeah and you get some you get some gold and you can buy cool gear and make your guys look different um, and that's it. All right. Now my Yoshi is blue and, and has a gold saddle. Yeah. Um, but then there's like an extensive like online thing where you can like make a league. You can like have your friends join you on that. And then like, you know, you can work your way up that uh, of like the leaderboards and stuff like that. And, and it really is uh, the best when you're playing against other people. Um, it's just super fun and easy to play. Um and like the the moment to moment gameplay is 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 super fun to just like jump in there and play. I'm probably gonna like force some people to play with me at GeeklyCon. Hell yeah, hell yeah, GeeklyCon! It's like right around the corner. It's so soon. It's like a month, like a month, a little over a month from now. Fuck yeah! Damn, I'm excited. Well, thank you everyone for joining us this week. Uh, if you would like. To get more of our behind the paywall ebbs, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month. And please follow our editor, Steven, at the underscore bad DM. Follow us on Twitter at Ask Your Internet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. And I'm still going strong with the Star Wars podcast, Bounty Buddies. So if you want to hear some folks talk about the new Obi-Wan show, look up Bounty Buddies. Oh, the other thing that I should plug is mine and Tim's podcast, Tribulation Farce. We're actually going to record another episode today. Uh, if you missed it somehow, uh, we are doing a book club of the Left Behind series. And we're starting with the first book and going through uh, every few chapters. We're doing an episode. I think it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, you should download it. Cool. Uh, and be sure to follow Michael DeMauro in New York City mm-hmm, on the streets. Mm-hmm, follow him around. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Thrifty Nerd. Um, and I'm at our Bristow. 
Until next week, sincerely, dear internet.